0: Welcome to Moving With Life, this is episode number 24, I'm Andy Acosta, my friends Eddie Science and Brian Luevanos will be joining me today. Listeners, thank you for tuning in, thank you for lending us your ears, don't forget to subscribe, don't forget to leave us reviews, we are on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and YouTube. So, episode 24 is a wrap of the questions that we had previously started during episode 22 and 23, if you recall, episode 22, me and Brian discussed a few questions episode 23, me and Eddie discussed a few questions, so 24 is a wrap of those I then bring up a couple of millennial questions, and then Brian brings up a great question dealing with delayed gratification, and how do we know when to change business all in all, we talk about crowded channels, least crowded channels most crowded channels of connecting with consumers, we talk about pitching products, Eddie gives a great insight on how he has done that now more often than not we then still tie in, you know, vacation time. It's something that, you know, there's a, there seems to be a standard in industry, and we're seeking to find ways to simplify our businesses and strategies so that we can have more time to celebrate, but then more time to also build something bigger than ourselves. So with that being said, and without further ado, here is Moving With Life.
1: On how to speak properly. Type in alien sighting. Well, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> type in um, um, speech. No. What's it called? Um, it's speech like straws. Or? Like straw. Just put it like singing straw. Try that. See if it works.
0: Oh, I think I know singing
1: Uh I think it's the third
0: guy. The vocal straw says. Yeah, I think so. You won't be able to hear it, though. I don't know what happened, but anyways. Yeah, my voice is about out. Like, I was talking this morning, and I was (laughs) losing my voice. I'm like, oh, my God.
1: Yeah, that was me yesterday. And so I I drank a whole gallon of water before going to the gig. Yeah. Which was funny, because I felt worse the first set than I did the second and third set. Hmm. wonder why.
0: Well, warming up too, like just, just. That, that's true. I hadn't, uh, I
1: hadn't really warmed up at all, much. So, it's true. Man, again, it feels like forever
0: that we haven't been a trio. It's
1: been at least three for weeks. Real. That's for at sure. At Minimum for sure. Yeah. yeah.
0: I think it's been exactly three weeks. Because for sure, I think it was Brian for the first when we did the first set of questions, and then Eddie to get you last week up to speed, and then we're here. So I mean, um, essentially a month. You know, four weeks in between. Yeah. The last trio meeting which is pretty awesome either way <sighs> a lot's happened and not much and then and, it's kinda, <laughs> and then and then like and then I get to Sunday it's like it's pretty chill so it's like man it's cool it's whatever uh, I got this camera rolling I'm really hoping it's working the way I want it to right now we'll find, I'll find out so my initial goal for this at least for this episode is just to make more of like a highlight video and then promote the podcast like that. Like, let's say, release the highlights, like, on a Tuesday. And then Thursday, release it like normal. Release the full podcast. Like, hey, tune in. Also, also because I don't have uh, enough memory. Like, I don't have a memory deal. Gotcha. It, I have, like, a 16 gig in there. But I, took, I did take some pictures I kept from last night from the gig. And then uh, stuff I've been messing around today. So I'll probably need, like, a 32 gig or 64 gig to, like, record a full podcast not to mention i have to go steal like somebody's wi-fi because my my wi-fi will take forever to to upload 1080p (laughs) hd 1080p like yeah my internet will not have it i I already foresee that it takes forever as it is 720 so either way we can continue with these questions last week eddie was here brian was in vegas which is pretty awesome vegas (laughs) Eddie still needs to make his trip to Vegas.
1: I do. I've only ever been when I was really young, <laughs> and I, I thought I'd went when I was 13, and somehow it came up uh, with the fam when we were talking about that trip. Apparently, I was like nine. So, I was like, dang, you're even mm, young Yeah, not, even younger. <laughs> Not even close. But yeah, I could have sworn I was like 13. <laughs> oh man. Well, we'll we'll make it happen
0: eventually. Last night, one well, last time we we and you were talking about um, as far as n- China figure out or when will we know when will you know when you're going to be financially like stable to like progress in your personal life and otherwise and so, uh, that's vacationing is one of those things like tim Ferriss, i think i'll bring it up here in these questions where you know he says uh actually we can start off, start off with that question oh here it is what might i put into place to allow me to go off the grid for four to eight weeks no phones no email
1: What might I put in place to allow me to go off the grid for four four to eight eight weeks?
0: weeks? And he says, uh, some context for this question is that the norm right now is two-week vacations. You get your two weeks off, you have your vacation, then you come back. And he says, in those two weeks, too many fires can start, and so then you get overwhelmed, and then you you just feel terrible. So his thing is like taking us, and this is something that you've talked about, you know, Taking a substantial break, so that's why he Tim Ferriss specifically says four to eight. Tim Ferriss is specific. I think like six weeks or something. Do you, do you recall, or, or was it? It's a month. It's a month every six. Right, every, every six, six months. months. Right. Yeah. So a month every six months is like the ideal thing. So basically, and he does it every six months. So forty. So four weeks after the first, and then eight the last four weeks to close out the year. Basically, is what Tim does now, to take his vacation. So I don't know if you could give some context now being a CEO and trying to make some moves on what you. What you could do, maybe now, you know, giving some practical movement as far as like trying to be off the grid for forty-eight weeks, because right now you're pretty busy.
1: It's hard. I like I. I say this pretty frequently about how um, with social media in regards to social media and using it um, like personally, and you know, not for like my business or my, my artist profile page or whatnot. Like it, if I wasn't doing what I was doing, like and I didn't have a job that required. Um, you know basically marketing via social media i would not have a personal account for anything i would just <laughs> gone delete everything right i don't know just um not that i hate it necessarily it's just uh it's extra it's like uh it's like the fat on the meat for me
0: i would say it's like it's, it's basically baggage yeah in a sense you know, it's like yeah. extra stuff that you waste a minute per hour times 24 times f- times 365.
1: It's easy to waste <laughs> a lot of time on social media. Like even for me and I don't even really use it uh, like for personal use that much, but I mean I'll check it yeah. and I'll and I know I waste a lot of time checking it. So
0: it's just it's a habit habit of the of the generation. Yeah. Well, yeah. man, can could we think of uh what an old habit would be? Like if ours is like this technology specifically smartphones and social media. I mean we're not from the generation before obviously, but
1: I'm well trying, I
0: mean, I'm trying to think of what was popular back in the day.
1: Well I know like uh, like my father used to like just read the paper a ton and now he doesn't read it at all. So hmm. well I don't know about it at all. But he used to sit down and read the paper for hours, felt like like right, two to three sit, hours he would at just a time. Sit. Yeah. And just go through everything, every section, every little story that kind of popped up as interesting enough and and you know, I don't really know how he gauged it, but um, but he would spend a lot of time reading the paper, and well, now we don't even get the paper delivered to us anymore. And
0: mm.
1: well, he spends more time checking his phone now for social media. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I guess uh, trailing back to the original question, like I don't know what I can put in place to get me off the grid for four to eight weeks. I don't think I can afford to, at the moment. I don't think I'll ever be able to afford to, because the minute you kind of slow down is like the minute everyone forgets about you, for at least I I feel like for my line of work for music. Yeah. that's
0: fair. Now, actually, I. I kind of saw this going in my head the way we're progressing now is like I mean of course it takes time to get to the caliber of the national touring artists but they do it yeah where they tour you know 2 3 months a year and
1: but they they kind of use it more like as a as a support thing now I feel like the the different genres of music and the different um Ways that we get payment from mainstream are very different. So, like, Texas music scene is very based on your revenue from concerts, right? So that's why we see a lot of weekend and week out touring, Mm. Um, you know? So, like, a lot of people just never stop. I mean, Randy Rogers Band, when do they ever stop? They maybe stop for, like, a month or two months at a time, and they just keep going. But um, but national acts, um, let's say for example, Lady Antebellum, like yeah. oh, the, they'll go on tour for supporting their new album, and they'll be on tour for I don't know, thirty dates, forty dates, right? Yeah, 30, 40 and, shows, and that's it. And then they're gonna go back home, and they're gonna work on the new album or whatever they got going on. So, like you know, it's just like very. It it seems to me very different. Anyway, the way. Um, that the the Texas scene at least Um, and I guess further than that um, independent artists make their revenue compared to label acts
0: that's fair yeah because the main thing I thought about was just specifically mainstream where like I think about because I think Kenny Chesney was probably one of the first big movers I would have to argue as far as giving his guys time off and then him allowing himself some time to recalibrate to then come out and new record new full because his shows go on over two hours that that I can recall that they would talk about and now
1: eric church is kind of doing the same thing where he's not out a lot but but now he's doing stuff where there's no opener he's doing um i think two one and a half hour sets Mm. i think is what he's doing a night they do an hour and a half they do an intermission and then they come back and they do another hour and a half i think it's legit yeah
0: when i got to when i got to see the eagles they did an hour 30 minute break then an hour it's legit it was it's cool. It was yeah, really
1: cool. old school with that intermission. Mm-hmm. Really, yeah, really old, old school. Breaking
0: it down. Okay, guys, we'll be back, you know, whatever. And, and it's funny because, like, for the for that, speaking of social media, or adding social media to this piece is, like, Don Hanley, like, said over and over, like, put the Twitter away, put the Twitter away. Like, And for whatever reason, he only said Twitter, though, which is interesting. Mm. Think about it now. Like, he didn't say, oh, put social media away. No, they specifically said Twitter. And then during the intermission, they're like, hey, make sure you hashtag Eagles history or history of the Eagles, ATX or some shit like that. I forgot. Like, yeah, they're real specific on Twitter for whatever reason. However, that works for them. It's
2: probably what they thought was more popular or what they're accustomed to.
1: Yeah. Well, now like Sturgill um, for a Sailor's Guide to Earth for his last album that he put out, going on like two years now almost. Just about, yeah. Just about. Well, like, well, he put it out and then the Grammys came up and then he won the uh, Best Country Album Grammy for that record last year. Mm-hmm. And they were already done doing the tour to support that album. Like, he was going to be home. And then they won that Grammy. And then, like, they pretty much had to go back out and support the album again. So, <laughs> like, they just started doing more dates to, to support that and ride the coattails of that award. Right. So, uh, you know, just milk it and and try to get some new fans out of it. And I remember him in an interview saying he wasn't, that he was, like, thrilled about it. But he also wasn't because he was looking forward to being home and being with his son and his wife. And
0: Well, yeah, because, I mean, well, he takes it serious as far as like the whole indie touring where he they go out yeah you know they go out for weeks at a time it's not uh some m- uh small thing to promote the records like no that's part of the revenue stream yeah for,
1: him. for sure so uh, again trailing back to the first question i feel like we go down rabbit holes so easy it's all good um, it's all great but anyway i just don't see where i can really take a break at least not now mm-hmm. definitely not now um i definitely like to at least set it up though where my team can have their their break you know right To where, and we're kind of like approaching one now, I guess, um, because we're going out of town next or this coming week. So, um, you know, do an acoustic date um, in Conroe at the Red Brick Tavern. So, like, you know, the band's going to have the week off from that, or the weekend off from that, and then um, um, Gonzo's uh, girlfriend—it's her birthday the next weekend, I believe. I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and so or uh, the birthday weekend, however that's working. Right, it's so he's gonna have soon. some time off for that, and uh, you know, et cetera. It's kind of coming up, and then well, I'm going out with uh, my Prelude fam uh, at the end of July, so I'll be out then, and then you guys will be off too. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, that
0: I was I was gonna just add to that too, where you know we you the way because you're going to Colorado, you're where where are you going for those dates for those that you we're, can recall? We're
1: doing like Terlingua first, I think. And then we're going into Roswell and then Santa Fe, and then um, I think Boulder and Denver. That's legit though. Yeah, that's pretty cool.
0: But yeah, like, like like yeah, just to just to confirm, like yeah, that gives us some time off to get stuff done. Like I, now, I mean, tr- for July I'll have Luis with me, so we'll double down on training, and then we're going to Dallas the weekend of the twentieth and twenty-first, which is that weekend that you leave, or you'll be out, and so. He'll be at a TCU camp for a couple of days and very cool. Nice. Get to meet some coaches and whatnot. Yeah, we I'm looking forward to it. Um, what I what I will admit is he's gonna he's gonna realize very quickly how hard how much harder he's gonna have to work because these kids over That'll there they're a different breed. So I'm hoping it just elevates, you know, his his uh his want, or otherwise you know if you know I just don't want it to. I don't want it to be because he doesn't want to work hard. I want it to be because I don't like it or something like that. You know, a legitimate reason. Because right now, all the BS that we're going through with me and him on a day-to-day basis just that he's just la- lazy, essentially. Mm-hmm. And I tell him, dude, you cannot. And uh, all I can tell him is no, but hopefully, like I said, with this camp that we go to, it'll be uh, where mm-hmm. he'll see, like, these kids in doubt. and the thing is like these kids that he's going to be with mixing with is they're going from ninth up until junior college like it's a mi- it's a bit it's a vast mix of stu- yeah. kids that are going to be at this camp so i'm like you're gonna see kids of all ages bro you're gonna see kids that are also 15 and running twice speed as you like and they're as big as you you know but they're training differently you know that's yeah. the biggest thing to train differently it's not impossible to do mm-hmm. it just takes a lot of work anyways what about you, Brian? Can you think of anything about as far as like forty-eight weeks? Maybe the way you're working now—you know, trying to mix in your entrepreneurship with the banking
2: and finding <laughs> that balance between that. I think as far as as far as like entrepreneurship at this point, it'd be easy. The difficult part would be with my my main job. Ran into like a little, a little fun—a fun fact. Um, I think Friday, my boss went up to the CEO the CFO okay. to present some of some financials I had prepared and he wanted he wanted a little more detail on some analytics and he comes back to me and he goes he's like hey so this is the feedback I got he's like the problem is that he thinks this is coming from a, a group of three people when you're doing 90% of the work I'm like oh.
0: so well I don't I don't understand so then our well, yeah, well it's yeah, a, it's so a time
2: constraint, and I'm doing all the work. Right. So and he, the is CFO, your, is,
0: is your superior, complaining about that?
2: No, he's not oh, complaining. Okay. He's just saying like that's like an issue we kind of need to fix. That so I'm I shouldn't be doing ninety percent of the work. I should be doing thirty three percent of the work. Okay,
0: that's that's what I was getting to. I'm like, wait a minute. Okay, that, that's mm-hmm. what I want to understand what he was thinking. Yeah. Cause I'm like,
2: so then you're supposed to distribute it
0: better, mm-hmm. not give you five more percent of the yeah, work. Yeah,
2: exactly. So. So with with all that said, it would be a little more difficult for me to you know get away for eight weeks. At the moment, I could barely get away for like three days. Man, I came back for a crap little work. Yeah,
0: interesting how uh, you had your busy budget season, and then like the summer, like you have like stuff to do. Other again stuff, yeah. That I I don't know if you foresaw it necessarily. Uh, some, not some really,
2: because because some of this work is is due to. Um, Our two previous CFOs leaving. That's right. So a lot of other work kind of fell on me. Down the chain because of that. So yeah.
0: Very cool. Well, to transition this, the there's another question. If I could only work two hours on my business, what could I do? So Eddie, if you only had two hours a week work on your business sorry sorry yeah two hours a week two hours a week two hours a week so the the context Tim Ferriss gives is you the doctor tells you you cannot work for more than two weeks because you need to do you have a health issue that's the example that Tim Ferriss gave so okay. if you could simplify to two hours
1: boom okay so two hours a week only yeah. well fuck <laughs> All right, so um, that's my initial thought is fuck, because I need way more than that. So, but to limit it down, I'm gonna I'm gonna make it very particular to my scenario right now. Um, usually, I'm of the thought that I need to spend at least two hours a day writing because without songs, uh, you got no you got no product. You got no songs, you got nothing um, in this business in the music business. So, you know, so I try to spend time doing that and completing things and and whatnot. So, but right now, just really having released the record, songwriting is not the core focus. Writing a new album or, you know, uh, getting getting more songs in the catalog is not going to make my business move where I need it to move right now in this situation. What's going to make it move is pushing the new album. So um, I guess breaking it down, I'd have to, to push that uh, book shows to, you know, fulfill that and make more fans, um, you know, bring more people into this little family and sell them the record, right, so I can sustain living from that and make my money back on that. Um, not that that's what it's all about. I'm speaking from business standpoint. Yeah. But, um, you know, so pushing the record and pushing that group of songs and then doing that by booking live shows, so getting out and doing live, and then also doing um, radio promotion would be the other thing, right? Radio is like advertising nowadays So um, for music, so... Getting that done. So I guess I would spend those two hours working on, I guess, the radio promotion and booking shows. That would be my goals for two hours, I guess. And um, if not doing those two things, then finding other avenues that can enhance, um, like, pushing the music and pushing the album and getting it in people's hands. Right. Because even, I think you could also,
0: I think, well, one thing that Tim Ferriss uh, says is, like, outsourcing you know that's one of the main mm. things Dang outsourcing it. i didn't know we could do that yeah, yeah mean, it, the main thing is that, you 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 can only spend yeah. 2 hours on the business
1: so well if i'm going to outsource then i'm going to get someone else to do all that shit but <laughs> um i didn't know that was a that was a little but see even let's say, spend, let's say you
0: spent let's say you spent 2 hours a week on writing and you outsource everything else well, it's only that's only still two hours a week where you're used to spending two hours a day. You hear that delay in your voice? Yeah. But anyways, sorry. Uh to continue is yeah, so even then where you you're used to spending two hours a day writing. You know, you still to, to still con now you have to take into consideration practice. If you want to,
1: I was just gonna say. <laughs> so yeah, songwriting still wouldn't be the the core thing there. If I can outsource for someone to start taking care of my radio promotion and start taking care of uh, booking shows, then what I would spend the time on is rehearsing the heck out of this music with you guys. Yeah, to make sure that the shows are going to go well and that the radio tours are going to go well, and you know working on that. So yeah, it still wouldn't be. Much on the Still, songwriting yeah. aspect. Yeah, and
0: that's the main thing. That's the main thing is just putting yourself in a mental scenario to say, okay, worst thing, worst case scenario. What am I gonna do if this is all I'm given? And it's more of a a, a thought construct than it is like uh, trying to trying to use it to. Uh, it's more of an internal thinking process as opposed to you know actually going out and experimenting. Okay, if I if I only have two hours, like what the heck am I gonna do? But. Brian, what about you? What, what, um... Since... I mean, let's... Let's, let's say... Only two hours on your entrepreneurship a
2: week. I have to say that... That would involve... Still working on the intranet. But finally, like... What I've been slacking on... if You know... The most, probably, is, is coming up with... All these designs that I had... I had in my head. I haven't actually materialized any of that. So... For me, it would have to be um, coming up with all these designs for these shirts that I wanted to to make, and also just promoting the page for to gain followers. I think that's really all it would take. Right.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, for me to answer this question, it it I don't know what the heck I do because uh, yesterday I, I got I yet I got yet another question that's rhetorical as far as like when do you sleep. <laughs> And it's like, well, I sleep four hours, about four hours a day, and then a nap in between, right, whatever. And when I saw this question, and I, I was re-listening to, like, Tim's context and whatnot, and I, I tried to then do this, you know, this mental, like, uh, puzzle in my head. And it's like, man, I'd have to really, like, you know, what I would probably do is break up the two hours into... Now, I don't know what the heck i do with the rest of my time, because right now I'm just trying to build... You know, just trying to co- develop content and whatnot. And my content developing includes helping Eddie, helping Brian when you're ready. You know, now that I have this camera, I mean, th- that's the tool. It's a tool. Like I told you I told you yesterday or the other day that I'm like, this is a tool that we can use. And it, I have it now. You know, it's not like you have to – you don't have to call somebody to do s- stuff like this. Right, we right. can do it ourselves and whatever. Um, but I thought about maybe, you know, breaking into 30-minute segments – you know, maximizing 30 minutes. So 30 minutes Monday through Thursday, and then Friday, Saturday, Sunday, have basically have a three-day weekend. But like I said, now, I don't know that this question necessarily pertains to moving the business as opposed to looking outwards, on like to build the business. Does that make sense? Where like, okay, if I spend two hours a day or two hours a week calling, outsourcing, uh, delegating, can I work on my stuff next? Because if you if you can do that, then, you know, rehearsals would be extra. I mean, that would be fair. That would be normal. And, you know, because I don't think that playing the show is developing the business. It is in a sense, but the core is making that phone call. Like, Eddie, you making that phone call to say, hey. We're a band. We have this music, or to a radio, whoever promoters, anybody like that. I think that would be. That's. What, I guess that's where I stop trying to think too deep, because that's just get into the weeds. That I'm like, okay, it's, it's almost like a feedback loop that never ends. Right.
1: Well, I I'm always like of the thought that the music should be taken care of first, so um, I make sure that's always good to go. And well, you guys are so fucking awesome that it's it's always good to go. So I'm never really worried about it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I I was watching this other video to get more questions
0: and uh basically the the title is questions that you will get asked questions that are asked by millennials grandkids so our grandkids will ask us oh shit <laughs> yeah and so uh one of is is more like a i guess from their stance they were saying that millennials are kind of are categorized between the ages of 15 and 34 which i kind I I really don't agree i've seen other uh stats that push the push it a little farther up, like more like eighteen to forty, like more of that
1: range. Yeah, my brother has been telling me that there's like a whole bunch of different opinions on what yeah. it means, and yeah, what the it, age range is. Right? right.
0: Yeah, there's several, and that's why like I, I only took it for what for what you know what they wherever they got their research from. Um, but then in the, in the end, they they do they do just come to the conclusion that like you know generations are, you know the the, the timelines are just you know here and there. There's no definite actual timeline mm-hmm. until we see okay baby boomers were from this generation you know right. th-
2: we'll probably end up defining it l- two generations from now right
0: yeah after gen z yeah. which is interesting because i'm like okay but, like you know like after gen z just that just the concept of it being uh solidified in the next 20 years will be pretty crazy
2: yeah yeah
0: well i mean i'm gonna read one of the questions from that grandkids uh question do it says, it. Why didn't you stop King Trump when you had the chance?
1: <laughs>
0: My King exact reaction.
1: <laughs> Man, I'm getting really tired of seeing him in the news. Like, not that I necessarily agree or disagree with what he's been doing. Yeah. I'm just really tired of seeing him in the news. <laughs> yeah. Maybe yeah, I should I c- just turn off the news.
0: Yeah. Well. Um, yeah. I know. I. I know. I definitely like I said. I was. You know, we're. Ra- we're. I'm trying to wrap up some of these questions that we started on last. These past two weeks, you know, trying to get through some of these questions. But it always happens to me where. You know, two weeks later it's like, yeah, to me, it's like out of my filter, you know, like even today we we're listening to these Tim Ferriss questions where like last week was very productive, the week before was very productive, and it's like, man like there's a lot of building here, and that's why I bought you know, honestly, that's why I also bought the camera, that's why I'm trying to make these m- just more leaps and trying to do more uh with my time and uh as as I continue and I found these millennial questions that I was like, ah, king trump i
1: i w- I needed a laugh well <laughs> i'll take an I'll take an actual stab at that question <laughs> go go ahead, go um, ahead. well. That's that's gonna that's gonna have to come with the the prerequisite that it turns into uh what's the uh the correct term monarchy monarchy right? yeah yeah that it turns into a monarchy so, um, <laughs> I think it'll be a dictatorship before it turns into a monarchy.
0: <laughs> yeah, that and that that's that's what I think exactly that because when I said King Trump, like, man, I don't know if they, they should just say you know. You know when this turns into yeah. if if this turns into because I don't think it will. No, I, I don't know. I, I doubt it there's will. Too many there's too many good people in the military and like other people that will not let it happen either. Yeah, way. you know too many there's too many good people out within the system that I do believe won't let it happen.
1: Exactly. Way. And, um, and I just don't think it's a people that we'd ever let it happen to us, period. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's how come we have the whole Second Amendment, least all the liberals forget. <laughs> so but, Why
0: I will protect you either way.
1: <laughs> yeah. Not to portray every liberal as a, as a gun-hating, uh, you know, person. But it's, uh, no, but it's no, the Not mainstream everyone's th- like that. Yeah. But, it's
0: a mainstream thing right now. So right. Just mo- the majority.
1: <laughs> right. But, um, yeah, I don't think it'd ever get to that point. But if it did, um, I think it would get to that point, not because we let it, but because we wanted it. I mean I I, th- I think well he won the election because that's what people wanted. Yeah. Like I, I know he didn't get the popular vote, but I mean we have this electoral college system in place and, and that's kinda how it works and well he's the president now and that's what people wanted apparently. And um uh whatchamacallit. Um you know, we could easily take that question and, and if Hillary Clinton was president, like he could it say. Would, the same it would be a
0: dichotomy and we'd probably, we'd be talking about the same thing, yeah essentially.
1: Yeah. It doesn't matter who the crook is or what party it is, because they're all crooks. I mean, yeah. You know, in in some shape or form. So I like that. Yep, it doesn't matter what which party it's coming from if if they're both doing bad things to you. You know, if they both got got their hands in your pockets. But um, where is I going to go with with this? There's like someone else that's going to comment about this. Oh, I mean, he's the president. I mean, we elected him. I mean. You know, it's just kinda how it is and so we wanted this. I just don't see where it would ever get to a point where it'd be like a dictatorship or monarchy like something we didn't want. Because I just don't see that happening. I think he'll I I don't think he'd be reelected at this point. I think enough shit has happened that I just don't see him being reelected. But um not only that, but and you know it kinda bothers me not to get too far down this, but They keep trying to bring up the Russia thing like there's gonna be some new information that they were involved in this and they keep saying, Oh, they were involved, they were involved, they were involved, but I haven't seen one ounce of substantial evidence that proves they were involved. So I wish everyone would just shut the fuck up about (laughs) it. Unless there's actually some until there's something that actually is substantial proof that they were involved. And not just he said, she said, or hearsay or Mm -hmm. whatever. Like, show me on a on a fucking document that you know. That's interesting. Well,
0: here's something from Newt, Newt Gingrich. Ging- Newt Gingrich. Gingrich. So he said this in 2000, 2012, and this is uh, part of the Tim Ferriss questions. And the question, quote, is, am I hunting antelope or field mice? And the analogy is like being a lion and, you know, actually going towards the, your, your ultimate goal, whatever that may be, whether it's business or personal or – are you trying to get the, basically instant gratification, if I could mm. put into words? Gotcha. You know, like are you you know, because the way he continue the way Tim continues it is when if you're a lion, you're you're trying to feed off field mice. Over time, you're gonna die because you're not having enough nutrients. Now, a lioness kills an antelope, gonna bring feed the whole pride until the next one. You're gonna you're gonna live. Yeah. And you're gonna live for a long time.
1: you think that um, analogy not just because it's animal related, but is kind of um, similar, or at least plays a role in the in that other analogy, the um, big fish in a small pond, or whatever it is. You know what I mean? Is that that is that the right analogy? Is that how that phrase goes? Oh, he's a big fish in a small pond, or whatever.
0: <laughs> I I honestly haven't I haven't thought about that, Brian. No, Have you guys heard that? I've phrase? heard I've heard it, but I don't know if I heard it in the con- in the same context. I well, when
1: know. I think about it, like like if Toby Keith were to be, and I don't know why Toby Keith is the first one that comes <laughs> to mind, <laughs> yeah. but like if Toby, well he was the number one like you know, money-making country musician for a really long time. Or not right. a lo- really long time, but, you know, recently, um, past several years. But anyway, continuing on with the analogy, if Toby Keith was to come to the Rio Grande Valley and just, like, do what we do here and just play local gigs and just totally take over the market, like, he'd be a big fish in a small pond, right? So that, that would be, like, that analogy. And so it'd be like, well, what is he really worth if he's just, like, here? Like, he's just a big fish in a small pond. He doesn't want to leave the valley. He just wants to play local gigs and take up all the all the, glam and glory, you know? Right, right. Instead of actually, you know, maybe getting out and doing it nationwide or worldwide or whatever, you know? Yeah. So that'd just be one example of that, I guess. You know?
0: Yeah. I know I definitely am kind of tussling with that because for sure for music, it seems like you want... To go out and expand, but then I think about like the. I don't want to kind of call it self help because I just found another person kind of trying to dive into this stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, I don't want, I don't want to do that. If there's someone already doing it, fuck it, I'm, find something else. That's just my opinion for myself. Anyways, yeah. but for that angle, either way, there's
1: seventy seven thousand people
0: here, like. So 77000 let me get my calculator.
1: While you're doing that, I mean, it's going off that thought, like, okay, 77000 that's in the city of Edinburgh, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like, you can, I mean, not that anyone can't make a substantial, decent little, you know, bachelor life kind of living doing music down here. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say it's like, I wouldn't say the pay is great enough down here if you were gigging five days a week or six days a week, even seven days a week to, like, to, to support a family. Yeah. Like.
0: Well, the thing is that um that I'd have to add to how you could do that is you giving more value to the customer. So I did the five percent because I always talk about you know five out of a hundred, so that's three thousand eight hundred and fifty. How many fans do you have liked on your Facebook?
1: Uh, currently, I think two thousand nineteen.
0: So my further thing to po- my further question to ponder on is. What more value can we, can you as a business, give to the customer? Hmm. That's just something to ponder on. We don't have to necessarily answer it. But it's definitely a change in perspective because if you go to Walmart and you talk to like, the executives, what's the profit margin? What, what am I going to get? Well, fuck, What are you what are you going to give to them? Now, they've given everybody super cheap prices outsourcing the whole deal. Sure. So the convenience, you know, there's a lot of things that they want early to get. I mean, I guess Walmart will be the, the example quickly, but I feel like something like this. We're an entertainment service. OK, we need to find value, find value to give to find those three thousand eight hundred fifty people that are going to buy a record and continue to follow you and go to show to show imagine right. having three thousand people per show bro here you think you think uh, a couple of the owners uh wouldn't pay us more or we could do i call it the john
1: wolf really you quick no really i still don't think they'd want to pay us more just from experience but
0: <laughs> that's fair okay well this this is this is my this is gonna be my argument not not to add because of that because the owners won't want to pay we do we do I, the John Wolf.
1: I Go think ahead. they would, but I don't think they'd want to. <laughs>
0: okay, well, no, I'd say, fuck them, and I say, you know what, we keep our merch, and we take the door. You can keep your six hundred bucks, a thousand bucks, because they're still gonna make money off of sales, beer sales and shit. Right. Yeah. But we want the door, or even if we know we can pull three that are gonna buy merch. We'll keep the merch, fucking yeah. keep your keep your grand. We're gonna you're gonna you're gonna make more that way. And I call it the John Wolf because John Wolf did that. At, right. Uh, I told you about at that. At Brewster, at South Texas, okay. Ice House, which is in Corpus, also it's Brewster's competitor. Right. But uh, yeah, that that that's a solution that could yeah. I'd say you know what? Okay, cool. We'll we'll see you Friday night and Saturday night and you know whatever. Anyways, retracting to value and trying to bring to somebody else is changing that mindset because I know when as I'm developing the podcast and trying to keep it consistent in the content plus my vlogs and then trying to post on social media as far as like shows or anything else that's going on uh giving value to them because I know the people that do talk to me now or approach me is because they they like that they like that you know I, I and i say this all the time now and i really mean it where I was like i i want to hear you what what do you have to say you know that's probably the biggest thing that i would have to say i see here in the valley is people want to be heard well, come, yeah. come tell me what's up that's even i even posted that i think the other day um on my instagram and i put like on my caption i put you know let's talk let's chat down and people are s- slowly starting to I guess, you know, have the courage to do so. Yeah. And it's just one at a time. And I'm okay with that because, you know, if, even if I get my five out of 100 and if I reach, you know, 10,000 people, that's still 500 people or whatever that, <laughs> whatever that number is. I'm, I'm not going to do the math. I'm not going to try to use brain capacity for that. But anyways, there's a solution. We can ponder on that, Eddie. As far as building from what we talked about last week, as far as, you know, the we, the per diem thing that's really stuck in my head. I'm like, man, if we do this well enough and then create enough for your YouTube page to then generate enough to help the band. And, you know, especially I know I don't I'd be like I told you last week, I'd be willing to just jump on board. You know, hey, I can pay you this much a week. Oh yeah, done deal. Hey guys, see ya. <laughs> you know, like yeah. done done deal. I have no issue with.
1: Uh, well, it goes back. That. trails back to the original first question we had here. The um, I think it was the first one. The if you only had two hours to work a week. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like, well, there you go. You can start like. Th- there's your outsourcing right there.
0: Yeah. You know? Take, yeah, and I'm positive that's a part of it. Like, it's only you working on the business for two hours. What can you do? And outsourcing is one of the answers. Man, as I read these questions now, they all seem rhetorical.
1: Well,
0: keep going with them. Well, we can go. We can. I'm just gonna. I'll just go in order from now. Like, cause I was fine. We had a couple at the beginning where I was like, it felt okay with like, the line and stuff. But, so, what is the least crowded channel? The context that Tim gave for this one was back when vlogging was very new, and dude, like, I think about. When he started your Tumblr, like, years ago. 2009. Right, like, like that's part of the time that Tim was, like, investigating this stuff. Because he even went to, like, some conference in, like, Silicon Valley or some shit like that. Just to find out what vlogging was and how he can use it and what people are using it for then and whatnot. And, Because uh, at the time, that was the least crowded channel. Now, I, I know what my answer is. What were you going to say? Go ahead.
2: I was going to say, well because because of like all these other platforms that we have now like you know Twitter Instagram Snapchat like and people are putting out content that way i feel like it's probably not the not the least crowded but one of the one of the least crowded channels now is is back to blogging like when you get all this content via audio and video like you don't really want to read a blog or you know at, at least i feel like that's kind of like the the popular thought you know, right. I'd rather get all my information visually or, you know... Or, or I'm audibly, a visual yeah. learner or whatever. Yeah, so I ver- I'd i rather do that than, than read through somebody's blog and, mm. and get the information at a slower rate. Yeah.
1: Not even just at a slower rate, but you get a different understanding of it, right? Because when you're reading something, you're interpreting it. Um, right. Like, half the way it's being written, and then kind of half the way you're hearing it in your yeah. head. So, like, the interpretation is just different. Yeah. And I, I feel like you get a more accurate interpretation... Um, when you're, like, listening to someone speak mm-hmm. their thoughts. Yeah, exactly. You pick up on, like, body language, or not right. body language in this sense, but, like, well, you can see me now, so you're picking up on my body language. Yeah. And, you know, so there's that face-to-face interaction, or, but, like, but I guess when there's not that face-to-face and it's just audio, you can hear an inflection in my voice. Yeah. Or, you know, like, stuff like right, that. Right,
0: right. Well, I remember when we first were starting this podcast, and it was like, what if we use hand gestures, it might be portrayed a little bit better yeah. than sounding so monotone Like, the they
2: recordings. say that... Uh, People can hear you smile over the phone? Mm. I've heard, yeah. That's, yeah that's have common, you ever heard that?
0: That's a common one. Yeah, I've heard that one before. So,
2: yeah. Oh, that's a good one. I'm kind of smiling. Can you hear it? <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why you're smiling. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, life, man. Life's beautiful. Life is good.
0: Actually, well, Eddie and Gondor were texting a little bit earlier, and I see, like, 17 messages on my <laughs> on my message thing on my phone. And I was like, what are these guys talking about? And then uh, I saw it, and I didn't have much to say because, like, I will be honest lately I've been I hit a certain point at night where it's like awesome like I have no, I have no words I could say would justify me what I'm what I'm looking to do you know as, as the days continue does that make sense you know like the other day, actually that's not Friday night after the gig I wanted to put on my on snapchat Instagram and Instagram story I, I was gonna put like thank you to all like if I saw you today like you made my day. But it's like for me, I erased it. And I didn't post anything about it because for me, it, it wasn't justified. Like to me, it's not. It, to me, that's not enough. Mm-hmm. I would rather have another conversation with you, and do that. I don't. I don't know if that's. How I don't know how that's how you guys see that, but that's how I feel. Like I just feel like, a lot of times for me, putting something like that, you know, uh, over a story, Instagram story, or Snapchat story, it's not for me. It's not justified. It's, for me, it's not enough to do for you, for you guys, and then or anybody who I talk, communicate with. Especially like, you know, Friday and yesterday where I got to see a bunch of people, you know, and, yeah. and within 48 hours, 36, 48 hours, and it's like, I had, a con- I had a conversation with everybody. And and not that I made it a point, but I made it habitual where I, you know, if I get there and, uh, like, when I was at the party earlier, or yesterday,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and I was talking to the host, and, of course, he's he's basically a family member through, through links, right, through other, other ties, and... Uh, and we just talked, you know, talking like thirty minutes before everybody else got there. You know, I got to have like a 30, 40 minute conversation. It's like, yeah, that's that's what I look for. Now, one thing I I constantly think about is like scratching your own itch, and like while I'm doing that, it's like, okay, I I guess for me it's the it's the lack of knowing what this could lead to or what it's gonna lead to, and that's what kind of gets me at the moment. Where when, whenever I do retract and be retrospective, it's like, okay, I'm. I'm meaning well. I, I r- sincerely am meaning well, but it's like, okay. It, yeah, what we were talking about last night, Eddie, you know, wh- what is this going to turn into? What is this going to build into or, you know, anything like that? I do not freaking so, know. So quick
2: question. How do you know with the whole, you know, delayed gratification, mm-hmm. you don't, you don't, you may not get the results you want right away, right. But that's fine, right? You're going to work up to it. How do you know if the steps you're taking are the right ones to get there if Cause oh to me, Right, because to me it's kind of like the whole delayed gratification. It's kind of like you may not have like the feedback to know whether you're gonna be where you want to be. So how do you know whether you need to change something to get there?
1: Gaging for me, gauging people's reactions. So like last night, um, every original song we played was a knockout. Like people, like I'm assuming they loved it because everybody danced to it, right? Yeah. So it was a knockout. So I was like, okay that works we're gonna keep we're gonna keep that then and I'm always like or at least not always but like have been very apprehensive in the past playing original music like at these little local bar gigs because um, it's usually detrimental like to us keeping the gig usually people don't take kindly to it but um, I guess like everything was just working well enough that like you know it was kind of falling into place and and so I, I feel like in retrospect I was thinking about this last night before I went to bed. Um, in retrospect, I feel like I've been trying to like shove these original songs like in just a, um, in just the wrong spots of our nights, of our sets at these little local gigs. So that's why they maybe haven't always taken off as well as I'd like them to. But last night I was like, okay, standard, 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 original, but like, and and not just any kind of standard. I mean, like guaranteed going to get them on the floor and in a good mood standard gotcha neon moon guitar town guitars Cadillacs the chair full heart of memory whatever like anything to just consistently get 20 to 30 people on the floor like song to song to song to song mm-hmm. and then boom so like but it, it took me a while to really like get there and I feel like in my mind I guess like it took it took me a while to get there and and I feel like last night was probably the best night we've had for for that going well. What would you say Walker?
0: Yeah, I would say, and it's interesting that I'm glad you brought up this point. Cause there's actually a question about this is what if I could pitch my product indirectly more indirectly? Hmm. So in a sense, it's kind of, it's kind of that where you're, you're feeding them this stuff and then boom, you give them, you give them your product. Uh, Tim Ferriss context it, when he did his, I think his first release book release with the four hour work week. And basically he just talked and he, you know, he's just there and he's developing these communication skills and then Uh, he was asking a bunch of questions and then he, he gauged it by when he got to a certain point, he's like, Hey, I have a bunch of books that I'm going to release. you know, like pre-ordered books, like, uh, and then he, and then he, so he just pitched that. And then his final thing at the end, if he felt okay, would like, let's say out of us three, he'd ask maybe Eddie only like, Hey man, I have these pages I think would work for you really well for your business. I I marked them for you like here you go and he gives you he gives you a copy, so that's his way of doing it directly. But that you doing that and figuring this out, like I said, I'm I'm just I want to drop the question of what if I could pitch my product indirectly and I think that's something that you're kind of gauging in right now. Yeah.
1: So to answer your question a little more a little more generally like an overview of of what I feel like how I feel like my career should go. Um, I remember one time I forget his name but I remember this one dude told me don't let perfection get in the way of progress. And I was really mad when he said that. But I kind of like, I don't know, at times I really disagree with that statement and other times I really agree with that statement. I disagree with it in the times of, of where I think that songs come first and without good songs, then you don't have anything. Like yeah, Again, like for, for my line of work, right? Like if you don't have a good song, then what do you have? Right. Like, like you got nothing to sell. If you don't have a good song, you don't got a product.
2: Right.
1: So I i don't know, that perfecting that, has always come first for me but i see what he means with like don't let perfection get in the way of progress because you might not have the best song in the world but you might have a song and maybe not thousands of people or hundreds of thousands of people are gonna like it you might not get like a million streams of it on spotify but you're gonna get some streams Mm -hmm. you know so like and that's better than no streams so um i don't know there's there's that quote that always sticks out in my mind and and always, like, um, I I see, like, other artists and how they're achieving their success um, business-wise, like, not through their the kind of songs they're writing, but just how they're running their business, right? And um, And I just kind of try to pick, like, little points where I can maybe mimic a little bit of it, you know? Like, I see Ryan Adams, like, being a very witty, upfront dude, like, posts about his cats and about getting high or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, so, like... And that's how I feel, like, I'm always, like pretty genuine with with people no matter if i just met you five seconds ago or if i met you five years ago or whatever um no matter how well i know you i I always feel like i i maintain um you know being genuine so that's um that's kind of how i want to appear to my audience as well and so you know just taking little things like that and then applying it and it's like okay well then i've had some friends have some successful radio promotion maybe i should try that see how it goes or I've had some friends have some success using this booking agency compared to this booking agency. I'm going to try them, see how it goes. Well, you know, so just kind of putting, I don't want to say blind faith because it's not necessarily blind, but I guess for all intents and purposes, like it's like kind of blind faith. Yeah, and that, that's like, what I
2: mean. Like it it feels like you might pick a direction and you're following it blindly.
1: Yeah. So how do you know that it's the right direction? Yeah. Well, you can't know until you until you execute it yeah and, well, one, then, and then from there I guess that we bring up you know pivoting so
2: yeah
0: well one thing Tim and this is because this is something I'm trying to navigate because like I said I I'm doing this podcast I'm creating content of things I like I'm scratching my own itch through doing this right but one of the things and Tim Ferriss got this quote from somebody but it says that what gets oh that what gets measured gets uh, managed. So basically, giving yourself micro goals to reach that macro goal. So, but they have to be tangible. I don't, ha- and that's where I struggle because I don't have tangible yet. Like I have one client, I gave her like a little plan to follow. She lost five pounds in five days because of of a, ch- of a quick change. That's good, but like, how do I document that? That these are ret- maybe questions that you guys can help me on, but th- I'm struggling with that same thing. That what gets managed gets measured or that would that way gets measured gets managed and it goes to that like that delayed gratification versus instant it's like trying to make that instant gratification legitimate not just not just going off word of mouth you know basically like giving oh yeah I know this so this is why you should listen to me it's like well no I I do believe that like we were talking about the article like you know about Russia where you want to see evidence well I I'm, I'm in the search of that at the moment so that's my angle that I'm still trying to work on for what your question is, as far as delayed gratification and trying to, you know, have these fifteen-year macro goals that I have no idea how to measure, them other than keep investing, keep right, and that building.
2: makes it makes sense. I feel like this is exactly where you're going. Like uh, how you were talking about, I forget when it was, but but like how much money you need like to live and breaking it down oh, day yeah, by TMI? day. yeah yeah. So so if you so I guess if you have those those uh, smaller goals. That build up to your to your macro goal, like, if I guess if if you do get that small instant gratification, right. and you're following that measurable path, right, then yeah, makes sense.
0: Uh, just for some side context, is TMI is target monthly income, which then you divide it by thirty and find your total daily or total daily income, which gives you a much easier on the mind perspective of like how ach- how attainable your goals are. Um, there are some like links on fourhourworkweek.com. Which is Tim Ferriss's one of his websites, and you just fi- you'll find you'll find it. It's it's there, and you'll find TMI and all that stuff. And we we me and Brian talked about it uh, episode. This is twenty four, I think twenty two, and then me and, I brought it up with Eddie on number twenty three. Um, but that's what that is. But yeah, yeah, trying to trying to find those measurements so that you can have something to say. Okay, I reached this goal. You check it off and good. You know? yeah. my struggle. Another thing I think this might be being a millennial is like the time, even a even a three week project or four week a month project is like kinda long. Mm-hmm. Like even for me, like this is three weeks into these questions and I'm like, okay, I'm 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 about over it. You know, I'm about Eddie writing a new song. we you know, you're you're headed you head you're you're knee deep at least into a new record, you know, as far as material to to start building that next record. And we're gonna try to push the hell out of this current you know, the current record that yeah. just came out. So it's it's kind of the same thing. And that's why like in my sense I'm struggling with that same thing of trying to find you know how am I gonna measure this? You know, like yeah, I'm I'm glad I'm I'm super glad that that uh that this client you know she lost five pounds and she, her, her goal for the whole summer was eight was ten pounds and I got her it's down five in, yeah in a in a week yeah so like she's down and she's, she's I told her I said great job congrats I said stay on the path yeah that's all for now at least now when when she hits a plateau we're gonna have to, we're gonna hit that but I'm not I don't want to change her mental chem- like brain chemistry because she's gonna be trying to overthink things now. It's like, no, you keep doing it until we hit the plateau. Then it, to me, it's easier to pivot at that moment than it is trying to foresee. It's like trying to foresee the stock market and trying to play the game in the in the stock market and trying to uh, guess when there's going to be a crash to buy into the Bitcoin or, or anything, you know, whatever. So, yeah, uh, it's a good one. Okay, what what if I could only subtract to solve problems?
1: So we're getting rid of things to solve problems.
0: Yeah, a lot of times, uh, you add things It's like adding medication. Yeah. Same. Simp- so the diff- simplest like example is like adding medication to uh, mm. solve a problem, and I am totally against it. This is before even reading this question. Like I, I'm very against medication. I think. But I ahead. think
2: uh, this makes sense in my head. Maybe you guys can find the flaw. But for example, like you said, adding medication to you know, to get the solution. Usually you need medication in general because of bad habits, right? Whether it be like you eat poorly or drink too much, smoke too much. So I'd say get rid of bad habits for solution. Subtract the bad habits, yeah. All the kind of like the the flaws in your plan to find a solution.
0: Yeah. One thing I will say for us to ponder on, because I, I, I saw this video, it, well, I guess it's been about a month now, because it was before I saw these questions, but it's that RPM method. I think I talked to you, Brian, about it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I mentioned it to you, Eddie. The rapid planning method, RPM. And basically, you define your results, and then you have you write down your purpose to why you want that result. And then you map out how you're going to get to your result. So you work backwards as opposed to ha- building a map and to your angle. No, you start with the angle and you work backwards.
1: Hmm. Well, this is going to come off as is very mean, but the like when I think of like where I lose or where I could gain more money is by by dropping some full band gigs and doing some more acoustic gigs, right? So like for example, like um, like now that my money's kind of my savings are kind of gone from after making this record, so I really need to replenish. So, like for example, an acoustic gig, I'll usually call you on or mm-hmm. you and Gonzo on, and be like, "Okay, like I need to I need to do this myself so I can keep some money mm-hmm. and replenish." Mm-hmm. So, like in a sense, I'm like subtracting you guys from the equation so that I can solve the issue of me not having enough funds to progress the group as a whole forward. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. Does that make but, sense? Yeah. No. Absolutely. Yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. I do. I do agree. I. I. Or I do. I do understand that. And I remember even when I was at, in that other band, it was the same thing. Like, dude, like freaking say something. You know, like, like you put so much mental stress in your own brain over something to me so simple. That's like, if it's you know, if it's for the business. I, I was I've been able to decompartmentalize or compartmentalize business very early, for whatever reason. But I know when it comes to business, like the initial ego emotion is there. That's that that's just being human. Mm-hmm. So I, I I let that I use that. To let myself know that, hey, I'm a human being. Chill the fuck out. Yeah. Tell myself that. I, th- I literally talk like that, but I'll say, hey, chill out. Like it's your ego talking. Yeah. And then it's business. I'm like, okay, I ha- I now have free time. What am I gonna do with that free time? Yeah. Like to, like this weekend, Friday, we're going to Houston. Thank God. I mean, you guys agreed to come back because I have to do stuff on Saturday mm-hmm. with 9-round and whatever. It's
1: going to be a fun drive back. It's
0: going to be good. <laughs> it's going to be awesome. I know I have already telling the clients, I'm like, you guys better be here. I'm like, Cause if we can go and my my guys agreed to, to haul us back for you guys. this is, I'm like, this is a team effort on both my teams. I'm like, because I believe in both teams. I wouldn't be here if I didn't. And I said, like, yeah, I'm like, don't piss me off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Essentially, because I'm like, guys, like, and I don't, I don't, I, and I told him also like I don't want to sound arrogant, but come on, I'm like I'm, I'm, we're we're I'm pushing one team to get back to you guys to you, to this team. Yeah. I'm like so. There's give and take, and I.
1: There's some sacrifice. I, yeah. Going there's on. sacrifice
0: going on. I'm like it's gonna be a thirty-six hour day for me. I'm like get here on time. We'll get in and out. You guys will be home before you know it, and we'll be done. Yeah. You know whatever. But, uh, but yeah. Um. Totally, totally did that. I know. I guess. To continue on, I guess, my point of the, like, subtracting things. Well, I think I, I kind of mentioned it where it, it, it goes back to the two-hour thing. Like, I don't know what i do right now with that because, you know, I sleep four hours a day and then I take, like, an hour nap in in the, in in the middle of the day, you know, just about. And it's like, okay, for 20, what, for 19 hours I'm doing something. You know, it's like, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I guess it's very it's really rhetorical for me, but it's just something that, it's, it's something I heavily ponder on now because then to me it, it it retracts to my results. Okay, how am I gonna get that? Okay, how am I gonna solidify? How am I gonna get evidence to say, hey, this stuff works, and this stuff you can actually read on your own, but I did the reading for you, and I can just help you get there. That's all it is. I'm not. That's the cool thing about now. I, and this might be part of being like the connector type thing, where like, as far as like giving credit to all the people who I who I read from, like Jocko gives credit to like all the guys he reads from and whatnot. Tim Ferriss. He has a book on everybody he learned from. Like it's a book of credits, right? It's a book of credits. You know, to the Titans, you know, I don't two hundred fifty people I think in here or something like that, if not more.
1: It's like four inches thick. <laughs>
0: it's a big ass book, man. Six hundred and some odd pages. Uh, Six hundred and seventy one, to be exact. Six hundred seventy three. Six hundred seventy three pages, to be exact. Like, like for me, it's just giving credit to them. So as far as. Uh, Not even monetizing it, but like, I don't know, I guess, I guess there's just, there's just like a blank space in that answer that I, there's, there's like a void there that I'm using things for my daily life that I don't know how it's going to affect me. And then the Well, you know, Brian's original question of this whole rabbit hole of that, you know, like that delays, like I have no freaking idea. I just, I'm just doing, and I'm buying shit. (laughs) I'm doing more and I'm buying more stuff, you know, no idea, no idea. This would be an interesting dichotomy. So, could it be that everything is fine and complete as it is?
2: Mm, I think it could be. Because it's, it's all about perspective.
0: Yeah, uh, Yeah. that's my answer too. Because my only thing is that it's complete as it is today. Mm-hmm. At this moment, us being in this room, that's it. No more, no less we can necessarily do uh, other than try to, you know. Or from, from my perspective, you know, bring more value being more constructive for this podcast, but... Maybe it's uh,
1: not so much um, of that. Can you repeat the question?
0: Yeah. Um, could it be that everything is fine and complete as it is?
1: Maybe the real question is can you be satisfied with how things are?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And yeah, because one how thing... I, go ahead. Yeah, so I was going to say how things is and I was like, oh, uh,
0: <laughs> Yeah, because he says, uh, Tim Ferriss says, like, it, it's, it's very tough for type A people, you know, that are just kind of like, they're really like super straight arrow and... uh I would have to venture to argue for you two that you guys are kind of like that, in some sense, and, and like, and I feel like it's getting like better as far as like just building the business, you know, having that macro picture with with the instant gratification, and whereas like I feel like a year a year ago we'd have different answers, we have obviously, and that comes with growing, that comes with learning everything that I try to talk about and you know bring, um, but then trying to you know venture out of that, you know, could like, if today if this was it, you know, what if. Been yeah you know, yeah I am cool yeah why not yeah because like I said hopefully when we when we, when we retract to some of these questions in the future you know I told Brian like two three years from now listening to this episode dude like who knows where it's gonna be because even Jim Rohn talks about having like a three year plan five year not necessarily plans but just having goals that you want to write down you know three year goals five year goals ten years the rest of your life and like. At some point, it just gets too too much, you know. It's like, what if it's, and that's kind of it's, and this question's kind of stoic too, like living in the present, living in the now. You know, what if it just com- it's very if it's stoic. complete Yeah, what is complete as it is today at this moment?
1: I don't think anything's ever really, really complete. Like in the grand scheme of things, I always think there's room for improvement. Um, even like on, I remember um, in college, I had this class as a commercial composition, and one of the first conversations I had with my teacher. Was, I was telling her, I mean, I was a really young, naive, and really stubborn songwriter at the time, but the, one of the first conversations I had with her was about songs and the completeness of songs, and I told her, I don't know, I just don't think, like, songs are ever really completed. Like, I always think you can, like, improve upon them, and she just kind of laughed at me, <laughs> but, because, I mean, like, no, there are songs that just, like, feel perfect, but I think you can always, like, kind of pick something apart and maybe find where it could be a little better, Yeah. you know, even the most perfect of songs, but... I don't know. I guess like it's all perspective and all up to the interpreter. Yeah. yeah. So um, I don't know. Where do we start with this question? Was it, was, <laughs> oh, it was. Um, could, it uh, right. could it be
0: that everything is right? Could it be that everything is complete? Okay. Yeah. yeah like, Sorry, getting off so my train of thought <laughs> you're here. Good, yeah. Yeah. You're
1: good so um, no, I mean it could be that I think it's I, re- it's. I really think it's more about just learning to be satisfied with where you are or content with where you are, but mixing that in with wanting more and wanting to. To, you know, have a better completeness, a better perfection to it. Yeah. Whatever it is. Or
0: yeah, yeah, exactly. Because he said it that you know could be a business, could it be personal life, it could it be anything. And like, well, me and you were talking about uh, last night, Eddie, when we were eating after the gig. Like, just like you, you wish you could have taken this uh, relationship a different. You you would you wish you'd had a different approach and different like, just front about going about conversations and whatnot and yeah. building on that as opposed to like now you're thinking about it, now you see it in retrospect and it's like man I, I wish I would have done that different and I I said. Well, you know that's that's what we have the next one. Regardless, you know, it's like just trying to build that next one. But in this case, in that case, songs and other cases, relationship building, you know, with anybody, uh, that's yeah. familiar with anybody. But uh, now, as far as songs, how how have you made your decisions so far? As far as like saying, okay, I, I'm I'm okay with recording with what I have right now. Um, cause you, I know, I know you go through a few edits at least. You know, yeah. a couple, two, three edits at yeah. minimum. You know, minimum, I would say. Um,
1: I don't know. And even then, I find myself singing different things sometimes for songs. and or Really, because most times I just don't like doing something the same way twice. And I'm sure you've picked up on that, because you sing all my harmonies. So, <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, like I don't know. I still like doing the same thing twice sometimes, and I'll change a lyric here and there. Or someone will say something, and I'll be like, ooh, that works a little bit better. Um, or whatever. But as far as when it gets to laying it down in the studio for it to be permanent... I mean, I don't know. I mean, I've, I've got to get to a certain level of comfort with a song to have it um, feel like it's ready for the studio. But I always trail back to, you know, what I was saying earlier, don't let perfection get in the way of progress. Yeah. And again, like, I was steaming mad when I first heard that. Like, I was like, I <laughs> I, I, I couldn't have disagreed with it more, but I see where he's, like, coming yeah. from now.
0: And see, that's kind of, I mean, that's kind of like a type A thing where it's like, yeah. you know, it's like the progress, like progress, 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 where it's like, no, I want it, like, and I, it's... And I feel like it's okay to be like that, but you gotta get that. You still gotta get that one thing done first. You know? yeah. You, still gotta, get, you still gotta make sure it yeah. gets it done because, at some point, if you didn't let it be okay, you'd have no record. Yeah. To promote and
1: I, th- work I with. think um, as far as edits go, I edit more lyrically than I do melodically or anything mm-hmm. like that. I I spend a lot of time editing lyrics mm-hmm. and chasing perfection with the story. So um, I guess like that's where I'm looking for imperfections to perfect upon, um, and when I feel like I've got it settled the way I kind of like it at the time, then that's kind of when I deem that they're ready to be worked up with the band or be, you know, taken to a studio and then polished up and shined up there. So, um, I don't know. You know what I've been thinking about more lately, though? I think more about feel. I think more about how the song would sound with you guys playing on it or with studio musicians playing on it. Like, I I hear the arrangement in my head and I hear certain little parts and and things of the sort in my head as I'm writing it. And that kind of like moves the needle on my like like cool factor you know what i mean and so like if like when i wrote the song uh one of the new ones we've been um we've been practicing up we've only played it out once uh it's called black ribbons mm. when i first wrote that song it i was in love with the lyric but i was more in love with how the song felt like how i could imagine it grooving and like how i could hear the kick and snare pattern in my head and like the tempo and all those things were just super like um, appealing to me in my head as I was hearing them, and so that's what really I was most proud of with the song was like, oh, I can hear this being a real fucking jam in my head, yeah. and of course it's a real fucking jam when we play it. <laughs> yeah. So,
0: yeah, dude, that that's that one came together really nice. Yeah. All, like yeah, I, yeah, I, I to me it mean, goes go back to like the melody and just just building off of that, and then you know. I I always feel like like the the pure country movie had the strings and you had yeah. the horns and the accordion <laughs> <laughs> like, Speaking of oh.
1: some guy uh messaged me if um if I needed an accordion player. I was like uh, no thanks. Appreciate it though. He's like, Oh, it's cool. I just uh dot dot, dot. I just really thought that da da dot, dot your sound could really use an accordion and I was like No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Not really man. Thank you though. Yeah no <sighs>
0: I don't know. I have no comment. I'm, just, I'm <laughs> gonna, I'm gonna let my brain just let it go.
1: I think it was just an accordion player looking for work.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Looking for work in all the wrong places. Nah, <laughs> nah, nah, nah. I'm
2: sorry. Oh I had man. To fill that Ooh. silence. <laughs> well, I'm gonna call it
0: there. Uh, uh, we, we, we. are we, at, at least able to close up these questions, which, which is the ultimate goal that I wanted to get done today. Um, I'm gonna leave before we get into social media. Uh, the final two little quotes that Tim Ferriss ends this video on. It says, No hurry, no pause. Slow is smooth, smooth is fast. And so we can ponder on that. We can continue to try to develop more things for the music, more things for the podcast. Eddie, if you want to give your social media
1: sure everybody uh twitter is gonna be at eddie signs three that's spelled e-d-d-i-e-s-a-e-n-z then the number three uh instagram is the same thing just an underscore in between eddie and signs so it's e-d-d-i-e underscore s-a-e-n-z number three and then uh if you're gonna find me on facebook please uh check out my artist page um I feel like most of my friend requests on my personal page, um, I honestly don't even see. Like it doesn't pop up really as notifications anymore. Like I have, like going on like 200 friend requests that I just had no idea existed, <laughs> and they're all ISIS. Like you know, like those like fake profiles that like it's some like girl like nearly naked in her profile picture, <laughs> and it's like hey, wanna 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 date, wanna Skype, what? Snapchat, whatever. But it's like actually probably an ISIS <laughs> member just trying to get to you. <laughs> That's the theory, anyway. But um anyway, so find me on my, my Facebook music page. It's gonna be Facebook.com slash Eddie Signs Music.
2: Brian. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Brian Alejandro underscore B R Y A N A L E J A N D R O underscore. And Fiverr. And Fiverr, if Fiverr. you need any it's the same thing, Brian Alejandro, with no underscore though.
0: Oh. <laughs> yeah, I need to get with you on that. Probably after 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 we yeah. wrap it up here. Um, for my social media, if you want to find me on Instagram and Twitter, it is Andy Walker underscore Lead. Again for Instagram and Twitter, it's Andy Walker underscore Lead. My Snapchat, if you want to know my day to day, I do post a lot on my Instagram story as well, but. Uh, Sometimes I do try to bring different content to my Snapchat since that's more personal, uh, and I'm I'm a, I'm on it just more often. Uh, that one's Andy Walker Lead altogether, and then my Facebook Facebook.com forward slash Andy Walker Leads. Um, that's my social media. I'm still working on my website. Um, luckily, I, I do have the domain. I do I did buy the domain already, so good. it's just it's just developing it and. And actually, for me, it was a steal of a price. I'll tell you after we get off. I'll tell you, the, uh, but for me, it was a steal of a price. I'm going with Square, uh, Squarespace. Yes, good. Yeah, and so, so far, I mean, it's about seventy five percent done, uh, but since I'm since I got the camera and stuff, I'm gonna re- basically recalibrate the whole picture and like footage stuff. So that's that. Slow is smooth, smooth is fast. So we'll catch you guys next week.